Welcome to the Broken Learning Podcast, where we talk about unlearning beliefs that no longer serve us and much more. We are your host, Aisha, aka Shante, and Ejiro, aka Ejiro. Join us bi weekly for a new episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rogue Unlearning. Also, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, hey, don't forget to leave us a five star rating. Wink, wink. This is season four, episode one. New year, same old. Welcome back. Happy twenty twenty two. I don't know what the podcast is anymore. Ah, it's as if we should not be taking long breaks. How many long breaks? Did we not just do in December? No, we did not record in December. I believe we recorded in December. Well, I, I don't think we recorded in December. I think our last episode was in November, I believe. I don't know again, Jerry, but welcome back, everyone. Did you miss us? We missed you, but only a little bit. Only a little bit. I did not miss anybody. <laughs> so what has been happening happy new year i hope the year has been going i know it's okay look i know it's february valentine has even passed and i'm still saying happy new year i don't care it's the first episode of the year so i will say happy new year if you don't like it skip two seconds so you don't hear it but yeah so happy new year everyone wishing um everyone a good year a great year but alas, it is the same old. We are still in a panorama. Panoramic. We are still here. And, and your glory. girls, your girls. <laughs> in fact, it's Aisha's fault. Let me tell you people. What happened? Aisha decided that we should have a dirty December. Okay, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. No, no. no. I feel like, no. I feel like you're biased. No, right no, no, no. Let me, let me, let me stay, say my piece first. Aisha said, Aisha messaged me in December, beginning of December. She's like, Adrian. No, we talked about it on the podcast. Well, eh, exactly. Right? I'm pretty sure in the last episode we mentioned it. Aisha said that in December. I said, no, I don't, I don't really want to. She's like, no, we must go out. We must do this. Guess what happened? Guess what happened? We, we, I think we caught the corona. It's not even we think. We caught it. <laughs> we caught it because it knocked both of us out and i told myself i said this is what you get for joining aisha to do that That is what you wait 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 Mm. i like to defend myself in this argument yipo when i asked adriel to join me in that is december she willfully gave oh so it's my fault now well you know the one badgering me I well, know you're not badgering me. I did not badger you. I just showed up your house and I opened the candle. Whether you enter, whether you enter, was fully <laughs> your own choice. Okay, all right. I would like, I feel like one of the things that happens these days is almost like COVID is one of those things. It's like malaria where you're like, at this point, oh, if you haven't, somebody says it's like virginity. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like people look at you like you've so, never had COVID. So COVID oh, has wow. popped out, Cherry. Eh? It has popped it our, our COVID cherry. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, we got ah, it. Um, luckily, was it wasn't. Um, it wasn't. It was bad, but it wasn't bad enough to have us hospitalized. So we're thankful. 
Um, but I thought about my life, my future, my history, my present. But it did knock us out. It knocked us out. So I was not like, this is like when we took the vaccine. Like, what's the difference? I thought they say it's supposed to help. This vaccine, did it help? Did it not help? I feel like, I feel feel like mine helped because I feel like the just based of, based on how I was feeling, I felt like if I hadn't, if I didn't have the vaccine, I would have ended up in the hospital. So at least that, that's the way I see it. So I'm grateful I did take it. I'm going to go get my booster maybe in another month. Um, but yeah. So that's that's how we came into the new year. Like we came in strong, like boom, we had a new year party, then boom, boom, COVID. And we're I like, okay, it. you know, okay. Oh no, but has, that dirty December made sense. Okay. Of course it made sense. That's why we we ended up being <laughs> <laughs> I had the best 30 December I've had, I've had in like a long, in the abroad especially in a long time. Like, it's just, um, it should not even have as much fun during 30 December because back home, it's more like family, family thing. This one, we're just partying, going now, going places. As in our kind, ah, there was no day I was sitting at home. I was always going for, so I don't even know what I was going for, but there was always something to do or something. So we had to go. Oh, Hi. that's the problem. Will I do it all over again? Yes. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Probably. I have no regrets. <laughs> well, I, I was coughing, like, when I was on the I bed. I was going to cough my intestine <laughs> out. I was like, I shall do like suffer. Like I had plenty regrets. <laughs> but it, uh, it was uh, fun times. Do you find that this year has been very busy? Like work wise? Oh Work-wise, it has been slightly hellish um, with the busyness. But it's been, at the same time, the feeling I have this year so far is this year is going to be a year of great things. Um, I just feel like there's so many great things going to happen, at least for me, this year. Like, good things are going to happen this year. So Amen to that. Yes, you people, yes, good things yes, are so, happening this so year. So, while it has been busy, it has also been good. It has been good, productive, busy, but it's been busy, right? I'm looking for the, I'm looking for a good day. Maybe next Friday, I'll take it off. And just relax a little bit. I, I constantly remind myself of something a friend said to me. She said, rest is not the reward for a job well done. Yeah, that's uh, that's what we have been up to. I well, there are, more things. there are more things. There are more things. There are things here. But I don't know there. if I'm ready to spill yet Mm-mm. on the internet. I'm definitely not ready to do that. Yeah. When, I mean, we when, the, guys, when the stars still... align, maybe. <laughs> you know, when the stars align maybe yeah but how has how has everyone been let us know in the comments um have you prepared your vision but oh speaking of vision but real quick aisha do you do you create um do you do like new year resolutions or vision boards for for the new year um it depends so i work this i have a list of goals so i write, I write down goals that i want to do for the year in like my spiritual life, my financial life, my career, my, you know, all these kind of things. Uh, but it's not necessarily a new year kind of resolution thing. It's more like this is the goal I want to achieve this year. Um, and I don't do it. I don't have like a vision board. Uh, and I know it helps. I just write mine down and have that back of my head. And I, I make it a working document because many times 
my year never really ends the way I think it will end. Most times it will end up better. So I try not to limit myself in like, um, things that I could do. Yeah. I get that. I get that. For me, I don't, uh, I don't do vision birds per se. So I don't, I don't, um, have it. You know how some people would cut out pictures or words and stuff and arrange it and maybe put it on a board and hang it somewhere or put it in a frame and hang it. Um, there was a time I wanted to do that, but then I'm like, that's too much paper and stuff. I don't, I don't have time to go look for magazines and stuff like that. So, uh, what I do is very similar to what you do, Aisha. I have categories of, like goals like different categories maybe like for home what i want to do in my home what i want to do with my career what i want to do with maybe learning what i want to do maybe travel wise finance all of those kind of stuff right i have it written down and i put like under it i put like detailed tangible stuff that i need to do like i try to be as detailed as possible then where i can i would put a picture so because i usually use um at least for the past two years i have used the um, notion it's an app um i really i just like the simplicity of the interface it's something i just like and it's not even a planner it's just like a productivity app i usually go in there and uh i create like a page for the year i put the team for my year i always speak I always pick a team for each year. Like this year, my team is... I don't know. Should I share this publicly? <laughs> uh, I think it's fine. My team for this year is persistence. Hmm. Right? Last year, my team was to my team was chasing joy. It meant that last year, I was going to actively do things that made me happy. Um, so I like to pick a team for each year. Um, I usually don't know what the team is. I pray about it. I just... And then one day... <laughs> I know that sounds like magic, but not really. One day, I just feel the right word or the right phrase. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is what it would be. So every time, um, throughout the duration of the year, I like to go back to my team. It's almost like I use that to reaffirm myself and center myself for the year. And I, because it's an app, because I, I have this set in an app, every now and then, I would just open the app on my phone because I can af- access the app everywhere, right? I have it installed on all my devices. I'll just open it, scroll, just look through stuff just to kind of like, hey, this is kind of like the general idea of what I was trying to achieve this year. Am I on track? Am I far from track? Do I need to recenter myself? So that's what I do for... That's, if for me, that's like my own form of like vision board, right? I have like these things in there. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to quickly touch about touch on that uh because i know people like to do new year resolutions i don't i don't make resolutions i make goals and i plan towards them and yeah so let's see what else has happened what's on your spirit hmm. what's been on your mind i feel like I we have, have a little bit of my... bits and bobs and things in our spirit to talk about so yes please i also start it will <clears throat> okay no so the vim you used to say ah please i want to start Ah, yes, because I have many things on my mind. Oh, yeah, now let's hear them. Yeah, let's I need hear them. Little things. <clears throat> ah, this one. Okay. I need to. <clears throat> All right. You people, that is how, in the spirit of giving and benevolence, <laughs> I decided that I want to donate blood. Nobody sent me work. And no, my village people did not look for me. I just decided that this is something I used to do back home. I donated blood back home. <clears throat> 
I don't know what my truth is. Okay. Okay. I'm okay now. I've calmed down. I just decided that okay, you know what? I do this back home. You know, people and you know these people they can't advertise every radio station. Hey, Canadian blood on us, blah 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 blah. You open websites and donate blood today. Donate blood. I just say, okay, this is if I just finding me. Let me okay, let me just go and donate blood. And let me tell you, there are many benefits to donating blood. With um because your body has to like replenish that blood, that's your bread blood cells and all those good stuff. Um, it's it's good. Like it's almost like it's giving you like a fresh batch of red blood cells, and the way it's like it's been linked with like healthy benefits. Like, so does that mean that the blood you're donating is bad blood? No, it's more like old blood. <laughs> <laughs> and you you want to create space for new ones? Hey, okay. <laughs> so I'm joking, but but basically, and this is how Nasha took myself on this very cold day to the blood donor center went inside they greeted me like oh thank you you're my hero you know this people now i'm like oh, <laughs> you're feeling yourself you. feeling myself feeling like ah, i'm a hero truly and truly because my one pint of blood can save four people can you imagine mm-hmm. just save four people just like that they are able to stay five pints now obviously wow i'm joking okay that is how i feel from answer question now I feel like this questionnaire was like 70 questions because they'll ask you your history. Like, yeah, because you know, they need HIV, to know the history, right? Have you had, have you had malaria before? Where, did you live outside of Canada in the past uh, three and a half years? Blah, blah. Just ask her this 20 question. I just, they happy, they feel like this food, this food, they, they do their due diligence. You know, they, everything they is do. automated. They do. Come give me donor card. Come give me the first time donor badge. Ah, where I was feeling myself. Now they can't come inside one room. Mm-hmm. The nurse comes to me and she said, and she noticed some of the things I feel. She wants to go over some things before we go ahead. <laughs> I said, proceed, ma'am. Yeah, I'm ready for you. We should proceed. Tell me anything. What's the problem? <laughs> she just said, eh, well, which country did I go to in the past year and a half? I said, I'm, I moved here in this 2019. So I'm a Nigerian and I was living in Nigeria boldly. You know when you're doing your Nigeria with your chest? Mm-hmm. Boldly and truly. I said, and I said, she not say oh, and then she's like oh, and you've had malaria. What's, when was the last time you had malaria? I was like, ah, see, in Nigeria, everybody has malaria because he's had malaria. So I think the last time I had like felt ill from from malaria probably before I came. So let's just say maybe three or four months before I came. It might be further back, but that's the last time I can remember. And I remember mm-hmm. in Nigeria on my own, I used to take preventative anti-malaria medicine just because I don't even want to go there. I said, I said, ah, hey, that's a, I should not be angry, but it appears that because I've had malaria before, that I'm not really eligible, and that, oh, and also Nigeria is on one of the list of countries that are high risk, <clears throat> so they will not be able to take my blood today, you people, my heart's broke. I said, me, I want to give you people my blood, you person, you don't want to collect, what insult? Obviously, they have their reasons, and they have, like, a list of like countries and it's probably not just it doesn't just apply to nigerians but i was angry because who sent me she was like started in my house and why did they not put this on their website like why did you not ask me this questionnaire did you go to their website of course that's how i booked the appointments you know you do a check-in for covid blah blah 
I'm like, why did you people not ask me these questionnaires in my house? And then I would have known that, okay, I should not waste my fuel, my time, my energy, and my winter jacket on this adventure that went nowhere. And you know the funny thing? I was inside that place for like an hour. So by the time I was coming back, it I was as if no. Upset. Because you're waiting, you're doing, do you feeling from, you're doing this. And I wasn't really upset, honestly. I, I, I was just like, you know when you want to do something, the reason why it went never happened, just like, this is, and you're almost there, just is like a waste. So now, any Nigerian I see, I say, I'll just say, did you grow up in Nigeria? I mean, like, don't go, don't try, don't see that you want to do the blood do because you will not collect. But I'm like, but in Nigeria, they collected our blood. So the like, difference, so. the difference is in Nigeria, at least this is what I think, right? So in Nigeria, we all have, we like to say we all have malaria, right? Everybody is prone to malaria, has had malaria at one point or the other. Us giving blood to fellow Nigerians is not a problem. We all already have malaria, right? And they will also still treat you for malaria, right? Um, the difference here is they are very afraid of malaria. And how I found out was when I was doing my master's, so this was like in 2016, we had um, someone who had just gone to Nigeria to visit, had come back and had fallen sick. And this person in their, you know, in their comfortable, I am in Canada, I can go to the hospital, you know, and get treated, went to the hospital. And that person ended up in quarantine. Quarantine? Quarantine? Whatever. The person ended up in quarantine. Um, the quarantine for malaria yes they're very afraid of malaria here and once the rest of us found out everybody's just like well if you're so we amongst ourselves we always just said you know if you if you have malaria don't go to the hospital like ask your fellow nigerians who has anti-malaria on them and and take it or if you go to nigeria on your way back make sure you buy anti-malaria and bring it with you in case you fall sick um, so they are very afraid of it here, which is why I can understand them saying, oh, no, we don't want blood that has malaria in it. Oh, my God, no. Oh, my God, no. We don't want that. Um, so, yeah, it's. Uh, I wasn't surprised when you told me. I was just like, yeah, I can see that because. You did not want me, Adrian. Because I, don't I like did you. not know that you are you, Miss so Hero, mean, the heroine, you, the Nigerian <laughs> heroine so that wants mean, to go and donate blood. How would mean, I know? You mean that in all the times and hours that we talk, it did not just come up. This story did not just come up. Why would it come up? It's not like you had malaria. It's not like you were going. Come on. It's not like you were going in Canada. uh, You were sick and you were going to the hospital to be treated for malaria. I said, I knew in Canada, let me give you this gist. So that what you would knew. you need? I did not think that you are the hero that has come Since to save us. Since when did you not think that I like to do hero, heroic things? Honestly, there are some things that you do that I have to just pause with myself and be like, let me just add that to the file under Aisha's name. I don't, that's I don't that's like the kind of thing she likes to do. Because do you, do you really truly never, have my best It would never have crossed my mind that Aisha would go and donate blood. What? Why would I, I used to donate blood in Nigeria? I did not know. I did not know. Hey. So, <laughs> hey, you know, wait, remember when we were in university? Do you remember that there was a time me and uh, was bookie? We used to come, go, go around room to room to collect his clothes to go and take to the orphanage. Yes, I, I remember that. Hey, so why did you, why did you ever not think that my wallet is too much? Twelve years ago. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It it just did not cross my mind. Which is oh, why that. when you told me you went to the netball, I said, huh? 
You just sat down and said you were going to. I'm looking. You are going to the next blood. I'm looking for this winter. I can't sell the one else. It would have been very different if it was summer. She was just strolling. She saw the place. She's like, ah, why not? Let me go donate blood. Aisha wore jacket, winter jacket, winter boots. Said, I am going to go and donate blood. It's because I don't blame you. It's because you can. You have. It's because you are mobile. Because you have car that you can drive to that place. Because if you do not have car, you have to go and stand outside and wait for the bus. You will not be thinking of being a you see? I see. That's... <laughs> I'm not even to Sorry, man. If it were me, I would be pissed because after wasting one hour. But then again, I don't I don't wake up and say, I just want to go and donate blood today. I wake up and say, wow, I would love to sleep some more. <laughs> that was a really good sleep. Honestly. Honestly, because you're mobile, those are the kind of things that you start thinking about when you are able to move when you want to move. Because if you had to go outside in this cold winter on a snowy day, you will not be thinking of, oh, so can I just, uh, how can I be a good Samaritan this month? And not to even say, like, I know I'm I'm teasing you and all of that, but not to say that donating blood is a bad thing. It's a good thing, right? We need these uh, blood banks, right? Because you never know. But uh, it was just still very funny to me. <laughs> it, right. was, it was very funny to me. Yeah. So what else is on your spirit? I don't think I have a lot of my experience. Ah, okay. Let me continue then since we're at it. It's 2022 and apparently there are some countries who don't allow women to be like in the military or, in, or the equivalent of what like a US Marine is. So yeah, I can see that. We had a guest who she's, she, she was coming to the, the flight school to be a pilot. So she's studying to be a pilot. She came from, um, I think it's Bangladesh. And so she was just like saying, so we just got talking. She was saying how, when, like, I was like, oh, did you always want to be a pilot when you were young? Like, you know, you know how like seeing women pilots, it's not something like I see every day. <clears throat> so I was just interested in a bit of her story. And she was like, no, that funny enough, she wanted to be like a Marine when she was so like, she wanted to be in the military, in the military. And apparently in a country, they don't take, um, um women like it's not something that happens i was like i mean did this happen in like 1901 or was it like 2022 because i mean giving like i feel i mean all the fights that feminists have been fighting and human rights activists like i feel like we're further ahead in things like that that they would say oh there are reasons why women cannot be you know in military or in a marine like Mm -hmm. so somebody so somebody has a dream a child has a dream and you're telling the, the child that that dream is invalid because of the gender that she's in, that she was born with and something that you have no control over. Like, you know, the, I don't know. It just upsets me. I was just angry. Like, you know, you, the... let me, let me say, you know, you, your blood, you just like to be upset sometimes. I like Wahala. Yes. You like Wahala. It is a, I'm beginning to see it more and more clearly the older we get. I'm like, this girl just likes stress. Because why, why was, first of all, why was that a shocker? Why, why was, why did, I'm not saying you, it shouldn't even anger you. I'm like, why, why did that come as a shock to you? Cause it, apparently it did. Because for example, if, even if we think about like, uh, when was it not a few years ago that women in Saudi Arabia were allowed to drive? That's the simple thing as driving a car, right? Um, allowed to get their driver's license so that they could drive themselves because apparently they shouldn't. And then just little things like, uh, 
if we think about some of these countries and the way patriarchy reigns, right? And, you know, women are not allowed to do this or you need a man to be able to do this for you, right? It's it's still the same way, like, even if we, if we want to talk about, like, the effects of these things, the same way a woman will buy property and put it in her husband's name, right? Because <laughs> you don't want to be above the man. It's that same kind of thing. But to your point, it's a... I watch a I watched a movie which is like a based on a true life story and a true you know a, I believe it's called the Kagali Girl. It's basic and I think it was set in India. It's basically about the first female almost like fighter fighter pilot, right? And all the things she had to go through. The fact that even her mother did not support her, her brother who was also in the army was like, Why would you want to embarrass me this way? The only person who's, who had her back was her father. All through all the ups and downs, when they told her she was too fat to even uh, to even wow. apply, right? And this was after they had finally opened it that women can come and apply. You. Wow. This was even, they said she was too fat. It was her father who would wake her every morning because he knew that this was what his daughter wanted to do. He would wake her up in the morning. He would go and jog with her. Like they would jog together every day. He would wake her up. When she's tired and wants to give up, he'll be like, no. Right, because he knew that that's what she wanted ultimately. Even when she went to the academy, she was the only woman who passed the test to get admitted into the academy. Even when she got there, because they they did not think that any woman would pass and come into the academy, they they made no provisions for a woman. There was so no, no female, female toilet. toilet. Wow. Even when she went into the changing room, there was no female changing room. She had to pull a locker to use to block one side and then put a cutting on the other side so that she could go in there and change. Because even when she goes in, the men will not even do like they're trying to turn around. Like everybody's just staring at her like, why are you here? Like, why are you here, right? She went through so much. I I, I think everybody should watch that movie when you have the time. It's on. Please, what is it called? Let I me think add it it's to um, the Kag- Kagali Girl. I would look for it and send you away. I think it's the Kagali Girl. Um, But yeah, so it's not even surprising given that that was the truth and honestly at the end of the day it was that woman that saved a lot of soldiers when they had one um conflict like this she saved a lot of people and she she went to a place when the men who were also pilots were like they they don't want to go there she went there and she rescued the uh, she rescued um soldiers she went there and rescued and rescued soldiers so um it's not surprising. I get your anger. It is justified. It is, uh, it can be shocking sometimes when you hear, when you still hear the, hear these things, right? It's, it's when we still hear about like abortion laws, uh, abortions be, be, being oh. uh, illegal <clears throat> in 2022. It's, mm. it's that, it's that, that kind of thing. So, I for, but in that moment, I forgot all this other injustice. <laughs> because you like to vex. That's why. <laughs> and and I zeroed zero in on this particular one. What nonsense? How dare they? What a man can do, a woman can do course. as well. Of course you did. It's you now. It's you. It's zero me. to 100. Yes. That may be that. Zero to 100. It's me. <laughs> so, if you guys you probably have been listening to the news and you probably heard something about around like the Canadian blockades and freedom convoy and how like truckers or just people are just protesting and they've like they've, they blocked the border um they blocked they blocked one of like the the roads with the so basically big, big trucks would just come and line up and just block the road they did that in other in other as well 
Um, and they've just been protesting. And this has gone on for like quite some time now. It's not like a couple of Three days. Weeks. This has gone on for weeks, right? And it started out because I think where this is where they say it started. It started out because, um, the government had put in more vaccine mandates where if you are not vaccinated, you know, they felt, you know, people remember, man, you remember when I was teaching people back in like a couple of episodes back that like, um, you are saying people cannot go to restaurants. You're saying people cannot go to work if they are not vaccinated. Uh, so, so there are people losing their jobs and all that. And then they now came for truckers. They say truckers cannot truck, uh, basically. And truckers are a huge part of the Canadian sort of like economy because they transport because we import yeah, a lot of, of food yeah. yes we import a lot of food here um from like all the other countries and the u.s and truckers are the ones that do and they earn very good money let me let you lie that's how these people now said they should know that truckers will no longer you know be able to do their job if they're not vaccinated and there are honestly still people who or, you know, are still going through the phase where they don't really believe in the vaccine, right? That is how this part of protesting, you know, that they need to end vaccine ma- ma- mandates, they need to end vaccine passports, you know, they need to get people to go back to work. People who have been laid off because they did not get vaccinated need to be reinstated and paid in arrears or some kind of compensation. So they have a whole lot of, like, demands and... Then there is this, there's, there are two sides to these stories, right? So you could sit down and say they're actually fight, fighting for their rights in what they cause, right? Uh, some people will say, but when this right starts to infringe on other people's rights, like what, what do you then say about that? So, you know, people have stories of how, you know, the protesters, even the Ottawa police chief had to resign because of the way they feel like he handled it like and the things escalated because you know the police was actually going to give them water mm-hmm. give them supplies like support you know Canadian police now very nice people very very nice people yeah, well 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 yes in the public eye yeah when when the cameras are rolling for the most part no i would say yeah but apparently it's it's only it's just aggravated because these people obviously are in a protest. So people are vandalizing for vandalizing properties. Some people say like, you know, they are going to pee and poop on their lawns, like in their, you know, in front of their house. Like just so many stories have been happening. And it's just one of those questions, like for me that I ask, I say in every movement, like in every, um, just similar to how, you know, a lot of controversy has happened between, you know, how transgender women are inf- like are infringing on women's rights, for example, or and then you now you're not like why is it that somebody fighting for their rights, somebody cannot fight for their rights without it infringing on somebody's right? Like so, it's it's almost like saying all oh, black black lives matter, but you're like what about white lives? What about blue lives? All lives matter. It's like can't I just can't some people just fight for? their rights to maybe, you know, their jobs, you know, because people were like, truckers stay in the car all day. Like, there's just them usually in their car and they, they're driving for like two or three days, for example. Like, it's, they're not, they're not, they're not necessarily public. They're not the one that loads the trucks, to be honest. Like, they don't interface publicly as much, like, than, you know, somebody who was, you know, a healthcare worker, for example, you know, that the person gets sick is going to affect maybe other patients. Like, it's kind of different. But why is it that fighting for one right has a way of impe- impeding other people's rights? Can't we all just have rights and coexist 
in harmony and in love and in peace and all Absolutely that. Absolutely not. <clears throat> um, but before <clears throat> I get into why I disagree, it's your point that um, that the truckers like they have a right to protest. Yes, but I also feel like there will always be bad eggs. Like there is no movement where there won't be bad eggs. So I feel like, and you know what happens is people will zero in on the bad to to negate, you know, what the real struggle is. Because now, okay, uh, one thing I'm wait, 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 one last thing. One thing I'm actually learning is that they are not just they're actually making more demands, but it's not just about that. Where they are fighting regarding against unpaid wages, like and how and I remember I entered one Uber one day with one guy that said he used to be a truck driver but he quit because they t- capitalize on immigrants. Like you come here, they will just hire you and they will not pay. And the guy was telling me how he home he lost, you know, he couldn't pay his rent because this guy wasn't which was supposed to be their person or you know indian indian they was using them they were driving and they were not being paid and then the guy apply, applied for bankruptcy so you can't even you know go and so and collect money or, or whatever just just folded up like that like there's a lot of stories like that so maybe they need more regulation so the story just becomes bigger and bigger mm, fair fair um my thoughts about the truckers is i get that you know so a couple of things so from my understanding from what i have read researched um so when it started out it started out as you know we don't want this we want the mandates lifted on covid restrictions basically which started out um i guess um which started out, what what would I call it? it Maybe innocent enough, and I I think maybe something else I should say is when I hear these people doing this protest talking about like we are fighting for our freedom, it irks me a lot, a lot. It really grinds my gears when I when I when they put that freedom in there. It irks me a lot. It's like you guys want to be oppressed so bad, but. To I guess it started innocently enough, but the things that they have done and the amount of people that have joined them under this umbrella but also have sinister undertones um, has been a lot. Like I feel like the original people who started it, they might still be holding things, but I believe that ultimately this has gotten out of control, out of their control. Um, I was um, listening to people who actually live in the city talk about like how a lot of them have had to move from downtown uh, to go stay with friends or going to go pay for hotels because um, the horns are just blaring all day until like they finally got like the police to issue like like an order for them to stop like children are unable to sleep because of the loud loud noises um, how some people um went to a building and threatened to almost burn it to the ground and yes maybe the bad things will come out more but at the same time um the one of i, I would say one of the issues i have with the movement is like it has grown beyond what it is like they haven't asked him for like trudeau to resign there are some like political undertones in there right and all of that jazz like i feel like and then they have gotten a lot of contributions and donations and all of that, right? I, be, I, I believe the last time I heard they have gotten like $10 million. Um, so a couple of questions. One, what are they going to do with the $10 million? Um, two, 
where um, that's where the money went <laughs> <laughs> so like what are they going, going to do with that too i don't even think they feel remorseful about the way they disrupted people's lives like for example i heard that the mall this is a mall i've visited, visited on a couple of occasions have has had to be closed for two weeks those are people whose businesses who have lost businesses right even smaller businesses have had to close because they felt like they, they couldn't figure out if it would get um um if it would get like violent some of them have already had their workout their work has been assaulted people are afraid to walk down the street because if they walk down the street without wearing masks they get harassed right um and all those things so that is where like my annoyance comes in like it's wanting to say oh you know we want the mandate lifted we're tired of wearing masks but why you if you're fighting for your right not to be vaccinated and for your right not to wear a mask why are you harassing people who choose to do that I thought you were fighting Wait, for the right is and the freedom to no, do. No, it's vaccinated, though, not masks. Is but it, I'm telling masks? you about what people who are on the ground, like people right. who live in the city are saying is happening, right? Some people are talking about like they have gone on the streets wearing their masks, just minding their business, and they have been harassed. So that's where I'm, where I'm saying like if we are, because at the end of the day, all of this is happening under this umbrella of we want our rights, we want our freedom, right? So my thing is, if that's what you're fighting for, why do you not respect other people's freedom of choice? Why does it have to? Because right now, what is looking like it's, yes, you want your freedom, but you also want everyone to want to have the same thing you're having. Like if you say you don't want to wear masks and I say I want to wear masks, there should be no problem. If you say you don't want to wear masks and I have a business and I say, oh, sorry, you can't come in here if you don't have a mask, it should not be a problem because that's my business right but they don't want that at least a majority of them out there don't want that then the calling for trudeau to resign is it a political thing i thought we we're just fighting mm. for like covid stuff yeah so all of this little aspect and i'm pretty sure there are some i'm forgetting now from the news that i listened to it, my question is has this done more harm than good And so, yeah, because of that, I don't support, I don't support it at all. Har the harassment that the people who live in that city have faced is what I can, I can't support that. Like, I know how sensitive I am to noise. So I cannot imagine being in my house and hearing trucker mm. horns all day. Not to talk about the amount of smoke people are talking about is in the air now from all of these big trucks just running 24-7. Like, people are going out getting more gas for the trucks. The trucks are not moving that amount of soot in the air and all of that. So, yeah. I think the one that is even shocking me is that people are bringing their children and using them as shields. Yeah, 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 of course. Of course. White, and... white people do that a lot. Um, there's a there's a person that I know, I'm not even going to call this person a friend, and all I've been seeing on this person's uh, WhatsApp status is, yes, let's go out. Let's get free ride. They are right. This, is, this bus is leaving from Toronto to Ottawa. Jump on it. Let, we're going to fight for our freedom. And I'm like, freedom? Really? Really? That's what we're talking about. We have not even talked about the injustice to indigenous and black people in this country. You're talking about freedom. Freedom. You are, I mean, you are, you are, they're, you are in shackles. They're free. They're free. They look pretty free. I'm just like, oh my yeah, God. I think it has really escalated from just the vaccination mandates for truckers 
to I don't even all think it's still about it's no longer that. about it anymore, right? I feel like it was not even about that after the first day. There's a whole lot of things that has been mixed up. I've had to block people, literally. I have I've had to block people. Because I'm just like, oh, that's how you feel about this thing. Block. <laughs> uh it's uh yeah. It's very interesting. That's what I would say. Yeah, it it has been uh interesting. But a lot of those mandates have been lifted now, right? I think so yes, I hear was it Alberta? They they're going to stop oh, those that. Ones have, yeah, they have lifted their mask. They lifted everything. their no, is it mask or more like vaccine? Oh, mandate? in Alberta they lifted everything. Even uh-huh. the mask they are like it's no longer compulsory. You don't have See, to there was a time I went to Calgary, like masks even before this period there were times that like they lifted that uh mask but you enter the train you, you just everywhere you just even know wearing their mask i was like is this not COVID? is covid over because for me i'm, I'm still going to wear mine even if they lift it and say no more masks i'm still going to wear mine because yes i've had covid but i don't want to be sick again that was not fun ah, it wasn't honestly, fun the first time i don't want, I don't want to, to have to go through that a second time she is yeah hard. so yeah i don't i don't want to have that i don't want to deal with that uh, anymore yeah so talking about you know freedom of rights um february is black history month like you all know yeah. uh, i hope you are in one way shape or form participating learning because i yeah, honestly I even hosted an event day. what are you yeah, talking look about at you. i hosted an event aisha i don't know if I, in vr in virtual reality i feel like uh, the boss of meta, metaverse yes, yes uh, I we built a wall i kind of like oversaw it was so cool it was so cool I, i'm so proud of myself Aww. i'm so proud of myself and we did it i'm so proud of my team as well like it was fun the speakers were fantastic it was great. It it really was. And I was very proud when you to invite me. Now I know your friend and you Yeah, but it wasn't open to the news. public. It was for employees. Right? It wasn't it wasn't open like the only way to access the event, it wasn't open to the to the public. It was uh, yeah. The one I just thought about that I should have invited you from but I did not remember is we had a session on mental health but focused on generational trauma that um and sp- uh specific to like black people let me tell you a quick thing that happened so during uh we had so we had a psychologist a black psychologist right to come talk to people so during the planning process someone had asked and said oh you know some other people would be there who are not black and you know i think leadership would be there as well do we want to do anything like tailored to them and the psychologist said how do I say this nicely? No. <laughs> Aisha. No is a full sentence. I died. She said, she said, no, with all due respect, this particular, she's like, we can plan something for leadership and maybe for other people some other time. But this particular event is catered specifically for black people. And I'm like, I respect that. <laughs> but I just made, it was the way she said it. She's like, hmm, how do I say this respectfully? This, no. this kind of like it's shocking it's shocking <laughs> me i love because i was hoping she would say that right um but so far we have uh we still have like two events to go and uh i participated in this year and honestly like you said i have learned a couple of things like for example i did not know there was something called at reveal in canada there was um little jamaica little burgundy this just follows the history of like caribbean african people black people in canada 
um, I did not know that uh, the people, the amount of slaves that ran from the U.S. to Canada, there were about like 20,000 slaves who escaped into Canada. Like just those little Is things. Is that like, number accurate though? It's an estimate. It's like somewhere between 15,000 to 20,000. Yeah. Like Afriville was a place in um, Halifax, right? It was this um, little town that the government basically neglected. They didn't have, like, good water. They didn't have, like, you know, like, amenities. And it was just, like, this group of black people just trying to survive. There are places like that in Canada. People don't talk about it. Like, we know we know more about U.S. history than we know about Canadian history. Mm, yeah, And true. so it's it's been interesting. One of these days, we're going to have to cover an episode about, like, being black in Canada. But... Uh, even like some trailblazers here as well, like just little things. I've 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 been learning a lot. It's been interesting. Even like if you want to talk about police brutality in Canada, just go read um the skin. I believe it's the skin we are in, by Desmond something. It's about like yeah how police here to also harass and have harassed black people. Interesting, but yeah. So how how have you been celebrating um Black History Month? Uh, you know, I think the theme is remarkably, remarkably black, remarkably. Who, uh, whose theme black. is that? Um, well, at least I think it was for my company. That's oh, the theme for okay. this black issue. Like this, remarkably uh, black. Ours is remembering, celebrating, and thriving. I believe, like looking, looking, looking back to move forward. Remembering, that's ours. So there was this woman, like, and I'd never heard of her before. Uh, so it was one of the sessions I attended. Her name is mm-hmm. Viola Desmond. And apparently she was like a Canadian civil rights activist. Oh, yeah. And now she's going I to be on the $10. Wait, she's still bill. alive? Okay, no. No, she's not alive. Bro. I don't know why I just jumped to <laughs> it. She's still alive. That would have been <laughs> shocking. I'm like, she was, she must be what, 150 years? No, this is <laughs> She died in 1965. Mm, so she was yeah. born in 1914 and she died in 1965. So the thing is, uh, many people always say, oh, Canada, there were people who ran from what was going on in the US to Canada as a safe haven. And many people feel like Canada was not really, really involved in slavery, that the bad parts they have is just with the indigenous peoples. Oh, no. And then you're like, um, hold no, my beer. Were. Um, even the ones, even the slaves that escaped from from the US here, it was not in Canada that was the safe haven. Not southern, not the eastern, it was not. They were heading to northern Canada. And there was segregation. So this was how she she found out what was going on in her backyard that she had not realized. So apparently she was in a car, like I think the car broke down on the road and so she maybe she got caught in the mechanic and it was going to take some, a while to fix it. And then she was like, okay, instead of staying, you know, waiting for it to be fixed, I'm going to go into town, you know, grab a, watch a movie, you know, maybe grab some food, whatever. And that's how she went into town. Then she went to the cashier to buy a movie ticket. She bought a movie ticket, paid her money. Now went to sit there in front. Then somebody now came and told her that, oh, you're not supposed to sit here. You people like you sit in, in the, the back. in the back, which is where black people always sat. So the segregation. And then she was like, nobody told her this. And that just like she this the first time she's hearing of it. And she bought and she was sold this ticket. That means she has a right to she bought the seat mm-hmm. ticket and she has a right to sit down there. That that's how they did. She went back. I think she went back. That she tell them she told her like, give me the ticket for this, you know, this is where I want to sit. 
that I think they told her that, oh, we cannot sell you this ticket. But then she now went back and just sat down there. And the people were coming, she didn't answer them. They did not call the police on her. She, I think she slept in jail. And that the worst part is that in Canada at that time, that even though they were not vocal about the segregation policies, like, no, not just that they were not even vocal. They didn't have anything written constitutionally. Like, there was no rules and regulations. Like, you know, at least in, in US, they put it into law. Like, and they say Negroes cannot this, this in the same place as, you know, white people. And then this wasn't in, so people don't even know what is allowed, what is not allowed. And then they charged her for defrauding the states. Like, they gave her some kind of charges. That's when the babe now vexed though. Became a, you know, they are one amazing civil rights activist in, I mean, in Canada. And now she's going to be in the $10 um, note. Like, I'm sure it's one of those things. And it's even to today, even till today, everyone, you come and say, oh, well, Canada is not racist. Canada is welcoming of Canada all. is like the UK. They thrive on microaggression. Microaggression. It's not open racism like the US. It but is, it's there and it's it there. It is my, it's like and tiny, it's systemic. tiny paper cuts up until you discover that you're bleeding all over. That's Canada. It's like the first time it's like, oh, it's a tiny paper cut. So, you know, I'll move on. Then there's another cut and another cut and another cut. And you just realize that you're leaking blood, right? Um, yeah, it's very microaggressive here. In the workplace, everywhere it is. Yeah that's that's kind of yeah, so so uh i always tell people especially like especially like uh, black immigrants i always say hey you know always read up on the history so that you kind of have an idea um i, I am not com- sure. yeah it's like moving so moving to this country i tell people like moving to this country i went from being a nigerian woman to being a black woman it's the first it was the first time in my life my race ever came up before me like in Nigeria, you see people are just like, hey, 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 you know, then as conversation occurs, you'll be like, oh, so what state are you from? Oh, what tribe? Nice, nice, nice. Here you, you, you move and first you are a black woman first. You are a black person first before anything else. You are black. Yeah. It's just like when I was in a, in a job and someone asked me, oh, you know, not to sound ignorant, but, um, do Africans really live in huts? <laughs> And, and you, I'm like, you sound exactly uh, like that, yeah, ignorant. Yeah, sleep in the trees, you know. We, yeah, we find there. We, you know, we just exactly how the owls uh, would sleep. You know, we, we climb, we perch on the branch of the tree, and then we sleep because even the huts, like, who has time to build stuff when they are they are trees? So we just climb, and then in the morning we will come down, we we'll stretch, and we will go to the farm, you know, because we'll ride our cheetah to the farms, and. uh We'll go out fun. Yeah, so things like that. It's sometimes it's the little things. Um, but yeah, happy Black History Month. Go read up about the history. Um, yeah, it's always a good time to be black. Always. It is. Always. Oh, black also, if you guys want to read like a different take on the KKKs, the Ku Klux, Ku Klux Klans, um, there's this very great book it's still about like how they kill black people but not in the way you would expect it's also like they said they're also like demons um but go read ring shout it's a really short book it's really great it's by p jelly clark uh fantastic book go read it
Yeah. So Aisha, what else is on your spirit? I only have one thing on my spirit today. Honestly, I feel like I'm no all the spirit is the way we So I think I'll just do one more thing. <laughs> okay. Let's talk spirit. about let's talk about this whole so recently there have been a lot of men with podcasts that decide to want to be on camera and have a microphone. Let's talk about those guys. Those ones who like to call women females. These females. Mm, these females. Um, <laughs> the ones who would say things like, you know, um, there was this useless guy who said something along the lines of, you know, if my wife has a baby and she doesn't get herself back and I tell her one time and she doesn't, doesn't snap, snap back, back, I'm dropping so her ass, I'm leaving I'm her. Dr- and if you look at this cockroach that is talking... <laughs> This little cockroach. And you're like, if people are having standards, you, you would open your mouth. And then there's this babe that I, I, I love on TikTok. Her name is Drew. I forget her last name. I believe she's Samoan. She is, she has a lot of these misogynist men. She has them in, she has them shaking. They're shaking in their boots. So, Usually, anytime someone does any video, because you'll be so surprised to find out that a lot of these guys will do videos talking about like, uh, that's all they if talk a girl about. is fat, I can't be with a fat. As a high value man. As, <laughs> as a high value 10 over 10. And she's not even a 11 and she's a best six. You see all them Kevin, Kevin Samuels, all, you see those people, you see those people, them Kevin Samuels and You would just see, them, so yeah. she would usually stitch these people's video on TikTok and read them for filth. And it's always so bad that most of the time they end up like deleting their accounts. Like so bad. And so you will not see. Are you yeah, yeah, it's, it's so crazy. Like she has like six point something million followers on TikTok. In fact, across the board, like on TikTok, she has like 6.5 on Instagram, she has like 5 million. She's verified yeah, on I'm all not platforms. TikTok, I, I, I caved. I did not create an account, but I downloaded the app. So she, she's always like reading these guys for filth, right? And then sometimes you see some, they would, they would uh, make a TikTok specially for her. They'll be like, you fat, you fat bitch, you this, you that, right? They will cuss her out and she will come, she will come on the camera and she'll be like, so is that all you have? that i'm fat that's the only thing you have going okay let me let me tell you about yourself right oh my dear and she men she she finished and sometimes so some men are always triggered like oh why is she always insulting men i'm like if you watch any of her videos and you feel triggered as a man it means she's something there's something she has said that has hit you in the middle of your chest it has hit you so you go check yourself as to why you're feeling affected by that right um, but I, I love her, especially when, once I just see any man just say something, I'm like, this is stage video. I just look at the name. I'm like, ah, she's about to, she's about to clear this person. So like this man would have podcasts and they will always have a camera on them. And then they'll just start saying nonsense, like uh, being a high value man, you know, as an alpha man, you know, I want my woman to kiniko, kiniko, kiniko. And I'm just like, who gave these people microphones? No, it's the toxicity for me, the to- toxic ma- mas- masculinity. It's how the sense of entitlement or like, you know, when your, your sense of value is way higher than it actually is, where you feel like you're an alpha male and you know, you don't even just do it to yourself. You, you now, you now dare open your stinking mouth and call other men like yourself bitter. This one is a bitter, they're, they're better, you know, they're bitter, bitter men. Yeah. Then they're less because than they're, they're feminine. They're alpha now. They're because the ones they're that al- pump iron in the gym. 
They are, that's how they are. Oh my god. Useless he's such a mess. <laughs> Every time I see them, I'm just like, just look at yourself in the mirror. So when you stand you in front get... of the mirror, what do you tell yourself? You're like, I'm like, do you know the alpha to the world that alpha. come out of your mouth? That's because it's just uh and you know what is so funny about those men? Those are the ones that will go on Tinder and all these apps and pay the premium the premium amount because no that's the only way they can try to see if someone is trying to swipe right on them. Isn't that crazy? It's just it's just like remember that thing um Kevin Stage and like that guy. Which that. came on? Please, why? Who is? Why no, is Kevin Stage? show, he show, he show that show that love. Oh, that love, love on stage, love on stage show. Where oh, that's one um, guy, uh, Jesus, 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 Jesus victory. Uh, huh. so, Although his, like, to be fair to Jesus, eh, Jesus is a toxic man who doesn't understand what it means to be vulnerable. Maybe he has had a hard life and he just, the way his brain operates is not the way it's supposed to. And he's too prideful to like talk to a therapist. To be fair to him, I said all of this to say that low key, only it's just small removed, right? Just a little bit removed from this man with podcasts. Eh? Really? Because, yeah, 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 because those men with podcasts, it's as if once they just have this microphone no, and camera in front the of them. Wait, let me tell you why. Let me tell they're you the why. same, because the way he did my girl Aries, like, that I wanted to fight him. It's just it's like true. They are the same because yeah, he doesn't have the this mic. kind of men. You, you know why that doesn't even, have a mic. You know why they're even worse. If you know that you are a toxic man and you're out and you're they, you claim you're now, alpha, they never know they're toxic. Why don't you go and find women that they will never you, find you think they'll go and look for alpha women that, that they can't. No, 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 not alpha women. Mm-mm. Why don't you go and find women that believe in your values? Oh yeah, because obviously. there are some women that are that like, women that women. Oh my that god, Aisha, let me tell you about a story that the happened. Effeminate, feminine. Wait, let, let me tell you about a story that happened just to oh prove god. your point to this thing. All right. So on TikTok, there's a lot of um, people that do. Oh, I'm going on a first date. You know, maybe hinge date or twin tinder date whatever that they are going on first date they would like to document a little thing so this girl said she was going on a first date with this guy they had been talking for a while right so the guy had said something along the lines of he loves cigars right so her dad been an avid cigar cigar smoker so on her way to the date she stops at her parents place um, she tells her dad about it she's like oh can i get one one of your cigars like she would like to give him like a gift right just think about it just because he mentioned he liked it so her dad is like okay cool you can have one of my cigars and then he throws in a cigar cutter like the Mm. cutter to cut the tip of the cigar right so she takes it she thanks her dad she's about to leave her mom is like you're not about to just hand him the cigar and the cutter just like that come take this um so just a casual like brown paper right she just wraps Mm. it up ties it with like a, a little string and she gives and she's like oh thank you so she's going and she she was recording the video she's like she just thought it was so thoughtful um that you know this guy likes it and it doesn't it's not like it cost her anything she just thought to do something nice for him because you know from their conversation she she thinks he's a nice he's a nice dude so she gives him this thing when i tell you the women who are the gatekeepers of patriarchy came out oh my god you shouldn't buy a man anything you shouldn't do meanwhile this guy it was a successful date when the guy got it he was really happy he was like wow this is thoughtful no one has done this like you've stood out you know no one has done this for me and then he takes her to like a vinyl shop because she says she likes vinyls right takes her Mm. to a vinyl shop to to buy her a vinyl 
But the people take this, no, one woman records a whole video, this woman who is a gatekeeper of patriarchy. She goes, this is why you should not do that. You see that man, he doesn't, he's a narcissist. He's a, I say, how did you get the guy a narcissist from she giving him a cigar? She's going on and on and on. And I'm just like, women really are the gatekeepers because. Yes, now they, they support. But you know the thing. Empower toxic. Yes, to your point, those men would not go look for women. Like that. Because they want to break a woman down. Thank you. Oh, shit. You they will go look they for the They want to look for somebody that is and strong. And then they want to break her down. They want down. to bring her down. So that they will not play. So that they will know that, yes, put they will achieve place, something. You know? Thank you. Put her in a ah. place. That's what those kind of you, men you look for. Another thing that really... Another one that really... um And the fact that a lot of people, even myself included, had to come defend this girl. So there's a whole story around it. I forget her name. Is it Danielle? Danielle? Something. But this babe, Sha, um, she had um, dated this. She she got pregnant for one uh, footballer who is just like fresh out of like high school, right? Like he's of age, but he's still too young. You get? It's like, it's like a 30-year-old sleeping with a 19-year-old kind of situation. Um, So people were like roasting her for it. So anyways, there was this podcast and they just this podcast with men obviously so they had invited her and so the clip that was circulating around because i didn't go to look for the full clip to watch who has time for that and basically there were um the girl mind you apparently behind the scene they are kind of telling her she's not special she's nothing uh women like her they think they're special they are not whatever whatever right so they start recording and she looks at the guy she's like so just back there right now before we started you were talking about how i'm not special right the guy's like oh but that was off camera she's like no 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 no. let's bring it to the camera so um, my question to you is what do you get out of telling women that they are not special she's like because for me if i look at you and i tell you that you are you are nothing right for example i don't think that's the word she used but if if i tell you i'm nothing it does something for me so what does it do for you to tell women that they are not special? Mm. He's like, yeah, but you're, but you're not special. She's like, yeah, 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 sure. But what does it do for you? Because for example, I didn't want to. For you to say. She's like, for example, yes. I didn't want to be on just your show because it's forgettable. The name is forgettable. What you guys talk about is forgettable. You guys are not important. That does something for me. <laughs> so How what does it do for Man, the guy could not, the guy was too stunned to speak. He was just there looking at her. Even the guys, these guys that he was thinking would come to his defense were just there snickering in the background. And I was so happy. I'm like, somebody has to call this, these idiots out. But it's, every time I see, maybe I'm scrolling through Instagram, I just see a guy or two guys with microphone and video. I just swipe past because I'm just like, I don't have the capacity to hear nonsense. I don't know who is giving this man microphones. And they think that they are so important because they sit down there, they don't talk about anything productive instead of, instead of, mm, high value, I'm a high value man, you know, as a, as a high value man. I love the, I don't know if you ever saw this trend where, uh, women were using that beard filter. And I, they did, were I saw it, it was amazing. <laughs> the beard filter. These females, this females. Our mothers did everything. You know, these females now, this day. Go and ask your mother how much she has suffered in this life. 
No, no. Say your mother's and even though yeah. that some women they'll be like, Yes, I did it. Yeah, so what? So so what you did it. See now Kevin, someone's them there. You see those people are having See that man eh, I like to pretend that that man doesn't them. exist. Not them them. I don't even like to call his name. I just as far as I'm concerned, that man does not exist. Oh my gosh. He, he, it's he, just how much pleasure they you de- de- you derive in bringing somebody like for them a whole gender down like you just have yeah maybe the, they have you, been, you use that to maybe help they you have feel rejected higher a of times, can't you yeah. go higher without trying to push people down no can't they you? cannot because it's a self-esteem clearly they don't have self-esteem usually when you see people who are sitting down talking about i'm very high value i'm very they don't have self-esteem in themselves so that is the way for them to feel important the only way they can feel important is to bring someone else down which is why, like, when they meet a a strong woman, like a powerful woman, a woman who is sure of herself, they are, you see that they are shaking in their boots. Because all she has to do is just look at them and be like, oh, Benny, what are you talking about? These females, these females. They would always want a woman who they can either break down. If they cannot break down, they will look for a woman who maybe doesn't have her own money, who maybe has some, like, inferiority complex, who has, like, you know, Maybe doesn't have a lot of friends, someone that they can kind of manipulate, which brings me, which brings me to the thing that it has been on my spirit since mm-hmm. I watched it. Okay. That Tinder swindler. Oh. The Tinder swindler. Like, by the time I was done, in fact, right now I'm listening to a book called The Confidence. I believe it's called The Confidence Game. It's basically about like the psychology of con artists. Like how, because by the time I was done, and honestly, like, um, so when I watched the thing, eh, the, the trick about con is that the con artist has to play to, they have to tailor whatever it is to the person, right? Like the first girl in the documentary, she talks about how her, basically her idea of love is based off beauty and the beast. When I first, when I first got there, I said, I said, auntie. Until you need to talk to somebody. The Matt A. Martin. Because Beauty and the Beast. You know he locked her in the castle before she fell in love, right? Yeah. I said that's your that's your that's so you're looking for a beast? <laughs> because she said she has been on Tinder for seven years, babe. Have you watched this documentary? I watched I've watched it. She's like, and she's still and she's still there. She's still she swiping. I said that's an addiction. That's true. That is an addiction. It, it was crazy. And so, first of all, a billionaire. He said he's the son of a billionaire. Why are you asking me for money? How happens to your father? The way, um, I, the way my life is set up, even if I was having feelings for you, you just come and say, give me $10,000. <laughs> oh, Benny, go meet your father. That's where the love would die. Like, the way the love would die. Now, real quick. Nigerian Nigeria women left the group chat. Immediately. <laughs> and not to say that Nigerian women have not been scammed, though. There are different forms of scam that can work on Nigerian women. <laughs> but I feel like once you just start asking me for money, like I should go and get an Amex card, an American Express card to give to you in my name for you to and spend. You to clone on top. For, so you remove your, you empty your back account. Hey. Now you took clone on top. Hey. hey. I don't want to be like a scam cannot work for me, but not this particular one, Sha. Because once you just call money, that I should give you money, my brain has checked out. My heart has left the group chat. What money? I'm gone. So that the the thing that's when like it was, it was. I. 
it almost felt talk. like <laughs> it almost felt like it was easy like this is not a person you see often he's always traveling so my my question is it was it the idea of and i know people love love like personally i'm someone who loves love right i love love i love reading romance books I'm not the movies so much right i prefer the books books uh, reading romance books to watching romance movies but i love love so i I see how the idea of that especially for the first lady can be very appealing you meet this maybe you have you know beauty and the beast then she meets this prince charming right who is like Mm. dining her in five-star restaurants who is sleeping in five-star hotels who is frying private jets you know jetting her everywhere they are looking for a place to live in he keeps telling her i seem myself spending my life with you you're the mother of my future children all of that jazz i see the appeal but like i said maybe because i'm too sensitive to money <laughs> maybe because i not grow up with a lot of money but somebody just comes and then this guy just say 20 20k huh <laughs> Babe, I will be I will be calling you to say mm, so the relationship, but that's how it ended. you suspect. That's how it ended. I might not even I might not even suspect you, but just the fact that you just need money, I should give me. When your father is a billionaire, you're coming to little old me to ask me to give you. Where are all your rich friends? Where's your father? Where's your mother? It's me that you want to give you ten thousand dollars. Where's your account manager? They can't pull funds from your account for you. Then you not say. The thing that killed me, that made me think of Nollywood, every, everything, my enemies are after me. My enemies, my enemies. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is this Nollywood? Where are, you? Where are the enemies? Let them catch you because you might have to die. Why am I the one who has to save you? Look, I'm not saving any person. No. Mm-hmm. Me, I want to live the baby girl lifestyle. You cannot Jesus. be coming to me with my enemy ah, story. That guy what? was slick, child. He uses he use one girl to pay the last girl flight tickets. Ah, use one babe money pay hotel for the last babe. Can't use that one money pay for her. that guy. And you know what? He's free. Oh, he's living his. Of course, dating he's free. There's no way. Right now. What he did was he's, a fraud. Like yeah. legally, like in the books, it's not it's not considered it's fraud. Happy. He did not he did not take the money from you at gunhead. You gave it to him. Oh, she's still on Tinder. She's still swiping. Yeah, she's I'm, looking I'm for surprised. love now. Like, but now everybody knows who she is. Like, people will want to ask her. <laughs> no, like, I don't think she'll be. I don't think um uh, the same trick will work a second time for her. But amen. part of me, uh, like when I when she said she was still on Twitter, I was like, well, you know what? Don't let this thing like destroy your love, the love you have. But at the same time, use your brain and also talk to someone because you cannot just say you're over it and you're back on. Uh, no, it doesn't. There's a heart yeah. there somewhere, like. You know, I, I there hope are many she people has at least addressed no business being in relationship. Like you need to heal. Yeah. Like I'm watching the new season of Love Is Blind. They're just I haven't. I haven't watched like, it. You need to heal, girl. My friend was telling like, me about that. You don't that need to be morning. in a relationship or a marriage. What you need is do healing you think, and therapy. Do you think I would like it? Love Is Blind season two. You well, if you are in the mood <laughs> for getting riled up and rolling your eyes, 
you will uh, like maybe I'll do because you know you have different moods, right? True. Yeah. So True. it depends. If you're feeling like yeah, you've been bored for a while, you yeah. need something. Maybe to I watch well, one episode up a and bit. Uh, maybe you know have some wine. Maybe that will calm me down, and I'll just mm. watch it and see. Well, the first episode, as you still would think it's a normal human being. It's when you start into it, so I just realize this one is just a problem. I'll have to look into that. I'll have to look into that. But yeah, um, that's thing that swindler. Man, I thought about it for days. I was just like, what? That last babe, though, the one that was able to, like, get his clothes. And I know she did not make her money back. But there's a satisfaction to to exact some form of revenge when you have been wronged. And when that person in that moment desperately needs you, that is satisfying. I know she did not get all of her money back. Oh, you, did you know that they, they have a GoFundMe? I don't know if it's still active. Oh, but at I the time I watched that. the show, the GoFundMe was still active. Um, their goal was to at the time I checked, I, I believe their goal was six hundred pounds, and they had oh, raised about only six hundred pounds, six hundred thousand. So uh, sorry, and they had raised about sixty five thousand at the at the time I checked. I was like, oh, people are nice, though. people that can help should help them. But yeah, some were like, hey, this one's deserved <laughs> what they got. <laughs> Someone Wait, said, so they, they say right now they five five days ago they hit one hundred thousand. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, right Although now they're one hundred and fifty two thousand. One fifty two by three in three ways it's not enough to pay their debts. But at least it's better than nothing, right? And man, like that first girl, right? American Express is just going to hold her close because even though she tells them she told them she was scammed and all of that, like this guy. She was the one calling them to increase the limit. She was the one that gave them a fake uh, employment, salary, whatever, uh, to increase her limits. She's going to have to pay that money. It's very unfortunate, but I hope that uh, we can all learn something. And one thing I, I want most of us to take from it is nobody, this, we watching mm. this, uh, it's easy to be like, yeah, very that can stupid, never be right? me. It can never be me. This part, this kind of particular scam might not work for you, but none of us are above being scammed. That that's the thing. None of us are. That scam artist just has to know the right. Like basically, the, the way I was telling my friend is like, if somebody, if you meet the wrong person on the wrong day, and that person knows how to push your mumu button, it's over. You get so we'll just pray say make person not see bad thing. But yeah, that's uh, that's really it from me. I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else you'd like to talk about? No, no. that's all from my end. Right, so really, I, I did miss you all. Don't mind me. Yeah, no, we missed you guys. You, you know, this is fun for us. So we are back now. And to all of those, to all of you who have sent us email at any point in time, we want to say thank you for reaching out. And as always, you can find us on all social media platforms at Rogue on Learning, and you can send us an email at contact at Rogue on Le- Contact at roganlearning.com and, um, you know, follow us, share, share the episodes, rate us on, um, rate us on, um, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yes, Spotify does have ratings now. And, um, we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>